This week, Music Biz Weekly Podcast, it's all about radio promotion, specifically for indie artists and the money you might have to spend to get added to one radio station. We talk all about, is it worth it? What are your goals? What are you defining success coming out of a radio campaign? Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed in this newsweeklypodcast.com. Subscribe on YouTube, follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I, let's welcome, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know what side he is on the screen here. Have I haven't seen you in like weeks. Do you even remember my name? Uh, Bob. It's right? been a while. Bob. Close. It's close. <laughs> yeah. You know, we've been doing this thing for years and we rarely miss an episode. And I think I missed like two or three in a row due to travel and Americana Fest and, you know, just other meetings. It's it's really rare. But uh, but I'm back. And thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, I held the fort down and, you know, yeah, you did. had some of the biggest episodes ever in our career. So, you know, I don't know, maybe we, maybe I just fired maybe you anyway. And who, who needs yeah. you? <laughs> no, um, it's good to have you back, Jay. Um, before we get into this week's discussion, just a quick shout out to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot and Bands in Town for your support. And of course, be sure to follow us over at the Bands in Town Artist Community. You can find that easily by going to bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com and join the discussion about the episodes and any other questions. And, and frankly, we're going to confirm it later after this, but we're going to probably put up a post over there in the next week or two asking you to contribute some comments and input to a future episode that we are yep. going to use your input on. Um but uh, thank you to our sponsors, Banzoogle.com, built by musicians for musicians. Banzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Banzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world, from weekend warriors to Grammy winners. All the features you need for a professional website are already built in, including hosting and a custom domain name, dozens of fully customizable design templates, Tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscriptions, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and newsletters, social media integrations, and of course, amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. We've got a great offer for all of our listeners. Head over to bandzoogle.com, sign up, try it for free for 30 days. And when you sign up, use this promo code. It's all one word. Music Biz Weekly, promo code Music Biz Weekly, and you will save 15% off the first year of any subscription. And of course, discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still such an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments can be so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, t shirts online and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. 
Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. So we got another great offer for you here. You're looking to make some CDs? Head over to DiscMakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs, and use this promo code because it's going to save you money. Use the promo code FREEBIZ, all one word, FREEBIZ, and you'll save up to $150 in shipping costs. So, Jay, uh, this week, earlier this week, Billboard dropped an article titled, Why Indie Artists Are a Rarity on Radio. If you don't pay, you don't move up. And... Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we both saw that and we were both like, yeah, yeah there's a lot of chatter about that this week. True. We've both worked with artists, indie artists that have experienced this. We've seen this and I, I won't read the whole article. We'll put a link in the show notes, but um, let me just read like the first paragraph or so here. Not long ago, a major label radio promotion executive had a song climbing into the top 10 in his format. Eager to maintain the track's upward momentum, he tried to get a station in a small city in the Northeast to put the song into rotation. There was only one problem. That station worked with a middleman known as an independent radio promoter who controlled what tracks received airplay. And that middleman demanded $3,000 for an ad. The executive said, it frustrates the hell out of me, but if you don't pay, you don't move up. He notes, referring to the radio airplay charts. Um, adding to the frustration, the cost was high enough to make even a deep-pocketed major label think twice. In the world of independent labels, though, $3,000 to get one song played on one station in a small market can be prohibitive. Majors can throw so much money at a release and get it running up the charts as one executive with experience running campaigns for indie labels. As an independent label, you can get something played at a small handful of commercial stations. Once your budget runs out, you have almost, you almost have a built-in ceiling. So, you know, the, basically what, what, what they're saying here is you, and, and, and listen, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you're the same way. Radio has a part in a marketing release. It's not just like a playlist is not a marketing plan. Radio promotion is not a marketing plan. It can be part of it at right. the right time with the right track done the right way. I'm a big fan of it. And and I think before we even get into all of this, it, it it's important to say you also have to understand what are your what are you looking for returns out of this investment in radio? You know, do you think that radio airplay and charting is going to sell more records, sell more concert tickets, get you a manager, whatever? I mean, what do you hope your goals will be when a radio campaign is done? Because keep in mind, a radio campaign only runs for a set amount of time, six right. weeks quite often. And when that yeah. campaign is done, you basically, in the blink of an eye, fall off the charts. Whatever you mm -hmm. had going is over. So yeah. did you hope to achieve something? And this concept, I mean, and you know, if you've been a, a study of radio for decades, this concept of independent radio promoters, 
is not new. It's been around no, for decades and forever. decades and decades. And it's sort of was was what was tied up in the whole payola mess of the 70s and 80s and stuff like that. Uh, but it is the reality is there are certain promoters who have relationships with certain stations. And if you want to get an ad on that station, you've got to go through the promoter, not even through the program director or the music director. Because the program right. and music directors take their cues from the promoter. Right. And, and I think it's important for us to point out, Mike, that this isn't every station. You know, right now we're talking about indie radio, and it's not even every independent station or college station or uh, smaller market station, but there is a network of indie stations that are controlled by local indie radio promotion people. And to your point, if you want to get played on that station, you have to go through that indie promotion person. And I'm not saying that they're all crooked either, no. but I'm saying that what this article points out is there are some bad eggs out there where you cannot get on a station without paying a lot of money. And frankly, a lot of independent artists don't have a lot of money to spend on things like radio promotion. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're going to have to spend money to market and promote your release, whether it's mm -hmm. PR or radio or playlist promotion, whatever it might be touring, you're going to spend money. This, this, you're not going to break. You're not going to happen just on the greatness of the music alone by just putting it in front of somebody. So, you know, it shouldn't, it, it's completely reasonable that you use a radio promoter to get radio traction. And, you know, a radio promoter can get you presented and get you added. I've worked with a lot of rock and metal artists that, you know, a radio promoter does a great job getting you out there to the college stations, the small, the real specialty shows, the internet shows, stuff like that, which can yeah. actually be do some reporting and get you some charting. But if you want to take it to the next level, which I hear many times from artists, how do I get on my big rock station in town here? Okay. I mean, that's possible, but that's a whole nother level of investment and marketing right. that you are going to be involved in to the tune of that's right thousands of dollars not just not just three thousand dollars to get one ad to one station but if you wanted to get added to the six important rock stations across the country to give you great charting on billboard well multiply three thousand by six yeah that's what more. you're going to spend or more right. and 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 again there's there's, I'm not saying that whole process is wrong, but what I am saying here is you need to understand what you're getting into beforehand, right. that, that you're going to have to spend this money. This money doesn't always guarantee you results. I mean, if the song isn't good, the song isn't results. good. So yeah, it never guarantees, results. never guarantees you results. Yeah. It guarantees you getting it to the right people. Yeah to give it a listen and, and right. be pitched to. Um, but what is more important again is what are you hoping to achieve because you decide to spend, and we'll just use 10,000, an extra $10,000 in radio promotion. Do you think that that's going to 
move you into the top 40 of billboard charts. It, it could. I've seen artists where it does. It gets them into the top 40 instead of being in the top 200. Now, all of a sudden, you're in the top 40. And that sounds pretty impressive. But does that actually achieve anything? Right. Upward right. and positive for that release, meaning is it going to sell more units or is it going to sell more concert tickets or is it going right. to get what what do you think that's going to get? Because I've also seen many artists who do this. And then when that expensive campaign ends, they're basically in the same position they were six weeks earlier before they Sometimes. spent the money. Yeah. And nothing's changed. And except except you're out the money. Yeah, sometimes it's ego. You want to have that number one debut on whatever it is. And let's talk about radio for a second. Radio isn't just one thing, right? It's broken up into different formats. So if you're a hard rock band, you're not going to be competing with my Americana act or my jazz band, right? There are all these different formats by genre and mood. So you focus on the, the format, the radio format that fits you. Some of those have a lot of competition, you know, like commercial hit radio, CHR, you know, that's yep. got a lot of, a lot of competition, but maybe if you're doing other things, other genres, like maybe Americana, maybe it's a little less uh, competition. And that's something you have to look at. One area that we found where smaller artists can get on bigger stations is a lot of these large radio stations in larger markets, they'll have specialty shows yep. or they'll have a thing called local licks. Yep. And sometimes a local band can get on a specialty show that maybe airs on a Sunday night or, you know, airs at an off hour or something, or they'll have one of these local lick shows. And by being a partner with that radio station and maybe playing some of their events, you can get on some of those. So there's all sorts of things, you know, college radio station uh, tours and things like that. But getting back to kind of radio in general, we, we find that it can be very expensive. There's no guarantee you're going to get a bunch of ads. We've seen campaigns get lots of ads and we've seen some, that haven't got many at all, right? There's no guarantee there. But there's also this, this thing we call Play MPE. And it's a platform that the radio stations take their music digitally from, right? And so you can go into Play MPE, you as a private DIY artist, and do a campaign under any one of those formats we talked about, rock, country, blues, Americana, whatever it is, non-com. You can do a campaign Typically, they're only a few hundred dollars, but it's not really a full-on campaign like a radio promotion person who would do a mailing of the CD and the one sheet and follow up with phone calls. Hey, did you get that thing I sent? What do you think? Our impact date is this yep. date. It's not the same as that, but if you don't have a large budget, it's something to consider because that's where the radio DJs will or program directors pull their music. And sometimes we'll get dozens of ads just by making it available on their platform. Yeah. And, and I would add that um, uh, All Access, which is a radio trade website, allaccess.com, has a similar service. You can go in there and you can pay them a small few hundred dollar fee and they'll, they'll send your MP3 out to, you know, all the people in a, in a genre, in a format. And again, yep. you're right. It's, it's, it's important to understand they're just delivering it. That's the end of it. They do nothing more. They're not going to follow up. They're not going to 
check on anything. Your job, like I, I know I've done this a couple of times with all access, your job is to go in there and get their report of who they send it to. And then you need to follow up and say, yeah. what'd you think? I see you downloaded it. Did you listen to it? That's what, you know, can I like get you an interview? Can I get you yep. photos for your website? Whatever. Just, yeah. just like why you hire a publicist is a radio promo person picks up the phone and follows up after the solicitation and says, okay, you yeah. got it. We're going for ads next week. Can you give it a listen? Can we get you to report this? You know, the report is very important. That's how you get charting. They want everybody to report it at once to give you a big impact in first week numbers. And then they're following up every week for the next six weeks. Can we get more rotation? Can we move it up in rotation? Can you give it a specialty push? Can, you know, can we? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's what you're paying for with a radio promo person. And that's valuable, but it costs money because you're paying for their time to do that every single week to make you right. a priority to these stations. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it's important to understand how radio works in that sense. But again, it's really important that you understand amongst yourself, you, the radio promotion person, your team, what are you expecting to get out of all of this? Because there's nothing worse than an artist who six weeks later, after spending $10,000 going, well, okay, we can say we had uh, number 32 on the Billboard Top 40. Top 40 debut. You know, and, and listen, if that's what you want out of it, that's great. But I'm just saying you've got to understand what you should expect from those results. A top 40 chart on the billboard doesn't open up the floodgate of phone calls of managers going, oh, my God, I want to manage you now. It doesn't open up the floodgate of booking agents saying we want to book you into thousand seat venues because you've got a top 40 track. Um, you know, frankly, the, that that venue only cares. Are you getting airplay in my market anyway? Uh, you know, I don't get crap if you're getting played on the other side of the country. Those people aren't coming to my show. Doesn't Are help you me. Played in my market. Um, you know, I've I've always told clients that in at at a minimum, radio is good for generating news. It gives, gives you something to talk about. Gives, exactly, gives you something to talk about on your socials. It gives you something to talk about in a press release. Oh, look at all these ads we got. Look at these chart numbers. Look at these reports we've got gives you something to talk about. But again, that typically isn't going to translate into selling 5,000 more. Right. Not on its downloads, own. Right? It CDs. has to be part of a larger plan, right? Exactly. What you're saying is it's a nice thing to have. And we're not saying it's not important. We're just saying that on its own, just on an, on an island, it's not enough. You need to have all of these other elements of your campaign. And radio can be one of them. Yeah. You know, Getting six radio ads on six big rock stations isn't going to make your career, yeah. isn't going to make your release a huge success. It is successful, but on its own, the chances are it's not going to move the dial much yeah. at all. Yeah. So 
you need to, you know, and, and listen, on top of all of this stuff, there's oftentimes bonuses that get paid to that radio promoter. If they get you charting in the level. top, if, yeah. if you get charted in the top 20, it's a $500 bonus. If you move into the top 10, it's a thousand dollar bonus. You know, if you're in the, if you're number one, it's, there's bonuses in all this. So you need to make sure you're completely aware of what you are potentially on the hook. Agreeing to, yeah. Or exactly. paying because that small radio campaign could always, you know, listen, all of a sudden this track does get take, takes off and gets a lot of reports. You may be on the hook for thousands of more in bonuses that you have to yeah. pay out. And, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm not objecting to that. Just make sure you completely understand what your campaign involves and what you could hope for in results. And what are you going, what are you going to do? I mean, I've also seen artists that have spent this kind of money and didn't make any news out of it. They didn't make any noise out of it. And, and there I'm sort of like, okay, you spent a lot of money. You didn't move your career. You didn't sell units. You didn't sell tickets and you didn't even make bragging posts on your socials about how, how great you're doing at radio. What was the point then of doing this? You know, that's, but you know what, Jay, I think we could kind of say the same thing, whether it's playlisting or publicity. I mean, they're all valuable services as part of an overall plan and they all right. can be a worthwhile investment, but, what are you yeah. on the hook what for goals? What are you goals? Yeah. What do you, what, you know, is, is, do you think getting added to one playlist is going to make your, your release huge? Right. No. And right. the same that's goes the for thing. radio. Yeah. That's the thing. All those things that you mentioned, you do on these campaigns and we do all three of those things on a lot of campaigns, but you have to be careful to look at what are your goals and what are your manager expectations? Because as you said, even when you get into a radio rotation or into a playlist or into a, a piece about you and publicity, it's a cycle. They, they don't last forever. A radio campaign, no. maybe four to six weeks, a playlist, maybe two weeks. If it's a, a bigger playlist and maybe longer, if it's a user curated playlist, but all of these things have a shelf life. So what do you have beyond that, right, in your release cadence? And I think if you manage your expectations and manage your budgets carefully, like we said, not all radio stations are have a independent promotion person that you have to pay to get in the door. Not all of them have that. Some do. And you need to kind of weigh the pros and cons to do you have the budget to do that? And what are you expecting, to your point, what are you expecting out of that? Because... There's no guarantees, so you may get that radio airplay, but that doesn't always translate to butts in the seats or selling more merch or more streams. I'm not saying that airplay is is necessarily a bad thing. It's very good, but there's no guarantees that go along with it. Well, yeah, there's, there's no guarantees in anything you're going to do in your release, but it's up to you to try and get something out of it. I mean, you know, if you're if, if you're for whatever reason on some rock station in some town and you're in the top 10 and you're getting good airplay on them. It's, it, it's on you to sit here and go, okay, how do I leverage this? Because to your point, Jay, 
in a few more weeks, you're not going to be getting that anymore. It's just natural. New ones come in, old ones come out. You know, you work your way cycle. up, you hit the top, you work your way down. Going down out of a chart is a lot faster than working your way up. You know, so do you all of a sudden pick up the phone and go, okay, what's the rock venue in that town? Can I get a show in the next few weeks because we're getting some radio airplay? You know, it's on you to figure out what are you going to try and achieve out of each of these? Is it just maybe you just want to get interviews? Maybe you want to get great quotes from people at the radio station that you can use in marketing campaigns. That's all, legit. It's all 100 percent legit. But the worst thing you can do is just spend the money. Think a great chart is going to trigger something on its own and you just start sitting back and waiting. Because there's about a 99.9% chance that if that's what you're doing, you're going to sit back and see nothing. Right. Yeah. And sometimes, look, miracles happen. Sometimes somebody will hear something on the radio and go, hey, that sounds perfect for my film I'm doing or my TV show, or I'm looking for an artist to collaborate with, or I'm setting up this tour. Can that happen? Sure. We've seen that happen, but it's the exception to the rule, yep. not the rule. Yep, exactly. So, you know, again, this is radio. Radio's sort of been like this for decades. It's very tough. It's it's not a it's not a fair, balanced, even playing field between major artists and indie artists, as you can yeah. clearly see. It's yeah. it's all about how big is your pocketbook. And yeah, you know, cases, and and, yeah, and, and we know as indie artists, you've only got so much money and you got to figure out where to spend it. So be smart about where yeah. you spend it. You know, yeah. don't immediately get talked into a, a $20,000 radio campaign that's, that you decide, all right, we're going we're gonna to drop our PR campaign and put everything into radio because this person says this is going to be the, they can get us these ads. Well, what are you getting? Again, what are you getting because you get added? Is, is it going to move the dial exactly. at all for you? Um, so no, know what you're, what, know what you're buying into here. I got yeah. no issues that radio charges this. Just understand this. Cause there, I, I, I hate seeing artists with limited camp, limited funds, put it all into one area. And yeah. then, you know, you check back two months later and the artist is basically in the same position they were before spending that money. Yeah. And then you kind yeah. of scratch the your head and go, could you have put that money yeah somewhere else yeah and to be clear radio stations we're not we're not saying that radio stations charge money for play that's illegal um, but we are talking about independent promotion people in between uh you and the radio station who are gatekeepers and they will help to promote your record your release to that radio station and get you airplay yeah so there's and, a fee and, associated with that and if you want to play that game just Buyer beware. And, and and listen, I mean, just because you got the money doesn't mean that promoter's taking your your track. I mean, those promoters are sort of playing the role of music director. They're listening to all this stuff. And I've had promoters come back and go, uh, no, I'm I'm not gonna take this one. I just I don't hear it. It's I don't I don't feel like it's gonna get anywhere. I'm not gonna be able to get it added. I mean, just because you've got money doesn't mean you're going to get ads. So you know, there's a lot of moving parts in the radio world and it's got great benefit. 
by all means. But, you know, be careful before all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's another 3,000 here and it's another three there. And before you yeah. know it, you're looking back going, I just spent $20,000. Yeah. Um. All right. So we want to hear what you have for experiences with radio promotion. Head over to bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com in the Bands in Town Artist Community and let us know your experience doing any sort of radio promotion on your own, whether you've hired a radio promoter. We're not asking to name names. You know, I'm not interested in anybody getting thrown under the bus here, but oh. what's, what's your experience with radio promotion? I mean, I've had a lot of good experience. You know, I, I used to do radio promotion. I worked for... I worked for record labels and I did radio promotion. Um, you know, I want to know, we want to know what you guys have for experience with that. Um, other than that, um, one more quick shout out to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot Bands in Town. Thank you to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com and Discmakers.com for all you do to support us. And that's it. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. See you next week. Visit DiscMakers.com to place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping up to a $150. And industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship this opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by... JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.